Hi, I'm David. And I'm Erin. And this is The Travel Bird. Before we start off this episode, we have an important message. So our sponsor today is Podscribe. Podscribe makes it super easy to transcribe any of your podcast episodes. So if you want to have your podcast transcribed, Podscribe is definitely for you. They've made it so easy for us and we will get an email within just 30 minutes of uploading our podcast episode with our full transcription. Podscribe can also embed the transcript onto your website. So if you have a podcast or you'd like to start one, we would highly encourage you to use Podscribe. If you say you came from the Travel Bros and sign on for one year, you'll receive your entire backlog transcribed for no extra cost, not even tax, not even a penny, nothing. So just say you came from the Travel Bros and receive your entire backlog transcribed for free. You can check out Podscribe's website by going to podscribe.ai. So thank you so much, Podscribe, for helping us with our transcripts. Okay, so Aaron and I have taken a little bit of a break from podcasting, which you guys have probably noticed. It's just because we've been really busy, so um, kind of sucks with schoolwork and all that stuff. But we're on winter break right now, so we're going to be making more podcasts for you guys, and we're going to try to do it as much as possible within the next couple weeks, month or so, even if that means twice a week. I don't really care. I just want to make up or at least some of the stuff that we've missed. But let's just go right to our fun fact. Saudi Arabia, the entire country of Saudi Arabia, keep in mind, guys, this is not a small country. This is actually a pretty big country. Has no rivers at all. No rivers. Like what? Aaron, can you believe that there's a whole country in the Middle East just that doesn't have any rivers? Do you not find that interesting or crazy? Because I do. David, I agree. I think it's really interesting how such a large country has absolutely no rivers. And even considering its geographic location, like it's a very deserty climate, it doesn't have any rivers. Um, but in the entire country, that's insane. So yeah, I really think that's interesting. Yeah. And, you know, it might also be, you know, for us, since we live in Houston, we have the Gulf of Mexico. We have a lot of lakes nearby. We have Lake Houston, Lake Huntsville, Lake Conroe, and just a lot of rivers in general. So it might be that, you know, that also helps. But especially, again, since we live in Houston, we're just used to a lot of bodies of water and humidity and, um, you know, that stuff that it might be just part of that. Yeah, David. But let's get into our first fact for today. And David, can you tell us about what our episode is going to be about for today? Because I know it's not really a casual episode or what we normally do. Yeah, um, but next time, next episode is going to be way more casual and fun. But COVID vaccine and travel and how that's really reacting to the stock market, mainly stuff like that is what this is going to be about. So the first section is about COVID vaccine and travel. So good news Pfizer and Moderna, as you guys have probably heard, have officially been tested. Their vaccines have officially been tested and have been deemed safe. Um, Certain people have already taken this vaccine, including my uncle Aaron's dad. My grandpa is taking it, I think, tomorrow. And my other uncle has not taken it yet, but he's going to be taking it soon. Um, And this is awesome, you know, that there are people in our family who have and are about to be taking this vaccine. And... Not only that, the general public is going to hopefully get this vaccine anywhere from we're looking minute, like, I don't know, three weeks a month to three months. So anywhere from that period of time, they're going to start slowly rolling it out to the general public, which is awesome. Just it's awesome news. And not only that, realistically, as I said, it's going to be within the general public for the next couple of months. 
I'm going to be mentioning this throughout the episode, but this is a positive impact. This should be a very big positive impact on the travel. Of course, we are the travel bros, and we're not just going to talk about the vaccine and all that stuff. We are going to be talking about how it relates to travel. But I just wanted to start off this episode by saying it's looking, I don't want to jinx anything, but it's looking very good for the travel industry right now based on the way things are headed. Yeah, David, I think you're completely right. But let's talk about some positive news, right? Um, And this does include our favorite, one of our favorite cruise lines, Royal Caribbean. So Royal Caribbean did their first cruise that they've done in months since the, basically since the beginning of the pandemic out of Singapore. And it was a cruise to nowhere. There was a large scare on this ship because one of the passengers could have had COVID, but fortunately their test came back negative. So it was completely safe for the rest of them. So the reason that Singapore was the chosen country to sail out of for the first sailing since the start of the pandemic is mainly because they only had a minor COVID outbreak and they made it pretty controlled because the government had very good mandates in place for the people who lived in Singapore. And, you know, Singapore is a very touristy country, but they basically have limited all of the tourism that's been coming in for these past few months during the pandemic. And I think it's honestly really helped with containing the, you know, the virus and all of that. And I'm really glad that Royal Caribbean is also gaining some traction. And I hope within the next few months, they'll be back to normal and have their sailings and all of that, because I'm also really looking forward to hopefully going on another cruise this summer. 100%. And also, you know, Aaron, I think it's really, like, interesting that by chance, Singapore didn't have a lot of cases, so they did it out of there. But by chance, Singapore was already one of their biggest hubs um, outside of the U.S., besides, like, Miami and stuff like that, which are obviously in the United States. Singapore was one of its largest hubs, so I think they got lucky that, like, by chance, the place that it was the safest to do it was a place that they already had a lot of business in before. You know, David, I completely agree, and I'm actually looking at the numbers right now, and throughout the past couple of months, or like three months, um, besides from the beginning of the pandemic, Singapore has only been having about an average of five cases per day recently, which is phenomenal. Five cases per day? Actually, I'm sorry, an average of 10 cases per day, which is not much of a difference. That's nothing. I mean, You know, it's the entire country, and it's it's amazing because they really take everything seriously there. Um, And, you know, obviously in some places like the UK, most of their, like, medical workers by now have gotten the vaccine, which is really incredible. Well, you know, it kind of goes back to what I said earlier. This is a good sign for the end of this pandemic. The end of this pandemic is near um, as soon as most people get the vaccine. And this is also a really good sign for travel in the near future. Like the vaccine progress so far, it's been going really, really well. The vaccine progress is great. Cruises are already starting to do limited sailings with limited capacity. So I think the Singapore one was like 50% capacity if I was if I'm correct, they're already doing it in parts of the world, like we said, Singapore. So it's really, the outlook is looking good. And it's going to be really interesting to see what's going to happen with travel, travel stocks, especially cruise line stocks. Yeah, David, I completely agree. And speaking of travel stocks, so we as the travel bros aren't allowed to give you professional advice. Well, I'm going to tell you to stop right there. I'm going to tell you to stop right there. I think we, I'm 99% sure we can give them advice. It's as long, but you know, just to be safe, we're not going to. 
Uh, we technically can't give y'all advice to buy a stock or anything like that because we can, you know it's to. illegal to tell someone to buy a stock so you can sell high and buy low. Um, that part of it is illegal. But if we're That's just telling true. you, oh, it you is. can look at this stock, um, that is perfectly illegal. If we tell you, oh, well, you can it's, check out it's this not stock insider like trading. It's not insider right. trading because we don't know. Trading. We don't know anything about these companies mm. that y'all don't. So it's totally legal as long as we're we're not connected to the company, which we're not. Right, so. but we can't be a legal financial advisor or tell y'all anything legally um, unless we literally have a license for that. But we can tell you, oh, you can look at this stock and stuff like that. So we'll just get right into the stocks in the travel industry. So recently, within the past two months, Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings has gone up 20%. And Royal has also gone up over 30%. Now, this is a massive deal, and it isn't just because the cruise lines are doing some of these limited sailings. It's mainly because, you know, people are starting to see the future of these cruise lines right now in the midst of this pandemic, and they can see that it's actually starting to end, which is a great thing. And it's not just the cruise line stocks that are going up. Marriott, which I fortunately invested in, has gone up 40% recently. Yes. You did? Yes. I had no idea when to invest in Marriott. Uh, I love investing in, you know, travel stocks because obviously we're the travel bros and I don't think we'd really live up to that name if we didn't invest in travel stocks. Oh, you know? when did you, when did you invest in Marriott, Aaron? Um, maybe a few, like um, a couple of months ago, right before it went up. Um, really? Give me one sec. I'm actually going to look this up. Marriott stock. So it's, you bought it like, well, what month would you say? You I bought invest? it at $95 a share. 95 you bought it at $95. A I only share, bought so. one share because it's it's pretty expensive. Um 95. Okay, so you got it in like early, very early. Yeah. But then it took a huge dip during COVID. Oh, never mind. You got yeah. it after COVID. So you got it at like, oh, so you didn't get it. You got it in August. Okay. And then it went up. So that's true. If it goes back down, I'm probably going to get that because that's actually a really good stock. Uh, it's a, it's a great at. time to get these travel stocks. Uh, and I honestly think they're very promising for everybody. So if you have a, a diverse portfolio at home and you want to think of new stocks that you can invest in, you know, you can just look them up and you can see, oh, I want to invest in Norwegian. Or can I say something? Don't like ever that. think like, oh, I don't have like money or whatever. Anyone can invest in stocks. Like, doesn't matter how much you make or any. If you make twenty thousand dollars a year, you can invest two hundred dollars into stocks. Even if you think two hundred dollars is a lot of money, I'm not telling y'all to do something. But more likely than not, if you invest it into something that's safe, like an index fund or something like that, more definitely you're almost guaranteed. Especially with index funds, you're ninety nine percent chance you're going to make money. So you shouldn't be worried. If you do individual stocks, that's a little more risky. But if you just invest in the stock market in general you're almost guaranteed over time to make money. So it's really not gambling unless you do, you know, short-term stocks that single stocks that could lose you a lot of money. It's more of a low risk gambling. If you want to low compare risk. it to gambling, right? Well, I, one and I thing, honestly and we'll, think it's a great way for passive income. Well, and one thing before we move on single stocks like Marriott stuff like that, that's very, like I do that. I like doing that more. That's more risky. It's not risky. It's still definitely not as risky but it's still more risky than doing like index funds. You know, like with individual stocks, it's like 75% chance, 25% chance kind of thing. Um, or versus, um, you know, like the index funds, like SPY, stuff like that. 
those index funds, you are guaranteed. Like if you look at statistically, you are guaranteed to make money over time. Mm, that does depend because even the S and P five hundred, you know, they had a year. No, I think it, dips. it was from it dips yeah, sometimes from two thousand three to two thousand nine. They actually had a loss because um, yes, they but, dipped. But yeah, over but, time, you know, they make a lot of money. But statistically, over time, if you hold it for years, you are guaranteed to make money. Statistically, uh-huh. yeah, that's generally that's generally, that's generally right. Uh huh. So. Okay, so there's this thing that I heard, and Aaron, if you think the Saudi Arabia no rivers thing is really interesting, which I do, you're going to find this interesting. Okay, a couple researchers over a thousand miles from the nearest land where they were, which was Hawaii. Hawaii was the closest thing to where they were. So they were in an, an island, a tiny island in the middle of the ocean, in the middle of nowhere for months since before the pandemic began. Little did they know that when they came back home, they would be in the middle of a global pandemic. No TVs, no cellular, nothing on that island. They said, this is quoting them, that they're still getting used to wearing masks and social distancing, especially from their friends, but that they need to to be safe. This is crazy insane. This is something that sounds like it came straight from a movie. Aaron, can you believe, like, especially it, it was at least easier for us that, you know, we, we eased into it, like, oh, mass mandate, all that stuff. For them, imagine nothing, like hanging out, doing whatever you want, even though they were researching, they were researchers, to coming back and not being able to do anything. Like, what yeah, do you Dave, think of I that? Think that's, I think that's crazy. You're right. It would feel literally, if you were in that situation, you would feel like you're in a movie. Because all of a sudden, life is completely normal. I mean, I don't know how normal it is to research on an isolated island in like near Hawaii. That's not normal, but it's normal. It's normal in the sense that you don't have to wear masks. You don't have to social distance. In that sense, it's normal. Right. Right. And then you come back home and all of a sudden there's a pandemic with 300,000 people in our country dead, which is crazy. And it's, it's really horrible. But imagine coming home and seeing all of this horrendous stuff that's happened in 2020, just to realize that, oh, I've been spending all this time on an island doing research and I had no idea what was happening in the real world right now. Um, but yeah, David, I think it's absolutely crazy. No, it, it really is, Aaron. Like, yeah, as I said, something that sounds like it comes straight from a movie. Like, straight from a movie. Like, that's that would be a perfect movie, right? Like, people on a desert island coming home to Hawaii realizing that they're in the middle of a pandemic. I'm sorry, that that's just like straight from a movie, let's be honest. Yeah, I think that's, it, it does sound like a perfect movie plot. But David, I actually have some good news for you. And since you mentioned like Hawaii and all of that and like Desolate Islands, it kind of reminded me of like the cruise ship type of vibe that, you know, you feel when you're on a cruise. And so I think Ritz Carlton is honestly a great thing that we can think about right now because Unfortunately, they haven't given any updates since the beginning of the pandemic about their upcoming yacht collection, Um, but it is expected to come within the next two years, and these yachts are expected to depart from all around the world and have luxury amenities. So the cheapest room on this yacht costs 5000 per week as of right now, and that's way above average considering, you know, the average cruise, you know, it's pretty expensive, I'd guess. Maybe the cheaper cruises that you could find are very cheap cruises. Like Aaron, you could find- $5,000, like that is the same price as going to the Ritz-Carlton on land. Like at that point, for the same price as going to the Ritz-Carlton on land, 
That's so easy. I would so much rather go on a yacht than go onto a land vacation for the same amount of price. But right, like, but I also think the prices have dipped right now because of COVID, and so they can't really that's price true. them correctly. That, uh-huh. That's true. Um, but the the yachts were supposed to come out, you know, earlier, earlier right. this they, year. No matter what, it of, wouldn't have come out by now. It wouldn't be out. No, right I, now. it was supposed to be out by this summer, Aaron. Or no, oh, maybe yeah, next summer. Maybe yeah, next summer it was supposed to come out, but they, I think they delayed it a few more months, which isn't the end of the world, you know. Um, but it, it's unfortunate, especially considering you know a lot of people were looking forward to it, and I was really hoping that sometime in my lifetime I get the opportunity to sail on one of these incredible ships. But it's absolutely insane how you know how expensive these things are, even during COVID, how highly they price their hotels and their yachts. Yeah, I, I don't think they care. Like, yeah, that that really that really is crazy, Aaron. But you know, back to what I was saying. You know, more huge news. There's just a lot of news right now as it comes to travel. So, speaking of Hawaii, I've talked about the Hawaii thing. You've talked about the Hawaii thing. Hawaii is slowly actually reopening to tourists right now. So, I was reading an article about how a tourist from Hawaii went to Hawaii because he wanted to see how all the precautions were. He was pleasantly surprised with Hawaii's precautions, and they said um, that you actually, and I've, I've known about this, so you know guys at like the beginning of quarantine, you had to quarantine there for two weeks if you came. Now you could do that, or you can get out of the two-week quarantine if you get a negative test. This is awesome for anyone who would like to travel and not waste two weeks in quarantine. Still super safe because, of course, you have to test negative, but it's awesome because you don't have to wait two weeks doing nothing in your hotel room. Um, Hawaiian Airlines, which is the main airline in Hawaii, is also blocking middle seats for more room. Likely the flight to Hawaii will not be full, but more likely the flight to San Francisco, which is where most people fly out of, likely that one will be more full. So apparently the tourists to Hawaii said there was a huge lack of crowd, which is a really good thing, both for COVID and for obvious reasons of having the resort mostly to yourself. It is important to mention that there are more people in Western Maui. So if you don't want big crowds, avoid Western Maui. Of course, wear a mask. If you wear a mask and, you know, social distance and all that stuff, everything is open. So it's very, you know, it's just really safe if you wear your mask and all that stuff. So my conclusion about this, if you are not high risk, if you're not immunocompromised or any of that stuff, and you take the proper precautions, as I just said, wear your mask and all that stuff. Hawaii is the perfect place to travel right now during COVID. Aaron, what are your opinions? Yeah, David, I actually agree. I think if I was in my mid-20s and I just had money to throw around, I think this would be the perfect time to go to Hawaii. Unfortunately, you know, And it's, it's expensive, not, you know, right. that, that it's part very, too. That's why I said if I had money to throw around just randomly, you know, I would do that. Um But right now, you know, there's not much that we can do, especially considering, you know, we live with our families right now. Uh, We're not 18 yet, so we can't live independently and rent our own apartment or stay in a resort by ourselves. You know what I mean? And so it's basically like we can't do much. But David, I actually, I know we didn't talk about this earlier, but I saw an Inside Edition video today. And this is very much related to the two-week quarantine when you're visiting an island. And this girl went to a island in the Caribbean. And she ended up breaking her, like, mandated quarantine. She took off her wrist bracelet, so she had to, um, so they they found out that she took off her wrist r- bracelet to go to a, like, um, a jet ski competition. And then after that, they found out, and she got arrested, and she's going to prison for four months. 
Okay. In the Caribbean. Okay. Two things. Okay, two things I have to say about that. First of all, they give you a bracelet. That's kind of dumb, but that's that's just really intense. Also, that's terrible that she broke her quarantine, Aaron, but four months in prison is ridiculous. I do agree. I think it's a little extreme. Uh, a little? I, I think it's extreme. I think, you know, I think you should serve some type of punishment. You know, what, I think you should serve a you know, fine. Maybe like if they right. make you pay $500, I think you, should, you know? No, I that think you sucks. should pay a little bit more than that because you're putting people's lives at risk if you actually did have it. I think you should okay, pay- Okay, $1,000. No, I think more like 1500 because j- like if you break your quarantine, like it, people act like it's the end of the world. It's two weeks. It's not that big of a deal. You just need two weeks in a negative t- or a negative test. It's the I'm not same saying to break your quarantine. That's terrible right. that someone would break that. But like prison, Right, but she could only wait not... two days. She only waited two days and then she broke. Yeah, but- Why didn't she just get it? Uh, like Hawaii, they should do it like that. Or she could have waited one week and gotten her test back because you can get tested there too. And she got a negative test back afterwards. But she, oh. since she broke quarantine, she still had to serve four months um, in case she did have it and she could have given it to someone. Yeah, that, that was like selfish. Really, uh, it was yeah. pretty selfish. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's well, really crazy to think about these things are happening right now, David. Because if you would have told us this literally a year ago, like, oh, you have to quarantine when you go to a new island and you can be arrested for four months. If you, Aaron, like, I have a question, though. Like, when? Because, you know, very little is known. We, we have no idea when the travel industry will make, like, a recovery. When do you think they will? So yeah, David, you're right. Little is known about when the travel industry will have a full and strong recovery, but experts are putting the date at around August of 2021. And as of right now, we, the travel bros, are recommending that you stay home if you gain any COVID-like symptoms, such as, you know, sore throat, congestion, dry cough, or loss of taste and smell. You know, we suggest that you quarantine with any of those and get tested because it's always better to be on the safe side and we just recommend that in the future y'all have to y'all should stay safe you know wear your mask in public places and all of that and we really really hope i'm sorry i really hope you just said wear your mask i really hope that in a year we don't have to wear masks like i really hope that until i hope that everyone gets the vaccine i hope that have to Oh, in a so, year, we won't have to wear a mask. That's honestly, Aaron, I'm, that's awesome. Like, it's we something don't know to look forward to. It's not like that big of a burden to wear a mask. but No, it's, it's not. Yeah. Like, definitely right now, wear your mask 100%. I'm just looking forward to when right. it's safe. Right now, it's stupid if you don't wear your mask. I'm saying I'm looking forward to when it's safe, like that COVID is yeah, under control just, so that we don't have to wear stupid masks. Right now, it's not stupid, but it will be stupid when it's safe. Hmm. Yeah, I agree, Ryan. David. I, I miss, you know, eating inside restaurants and all that. Oh, eating inside restaurants, even though you can eat inside restaurants. Aaron and I are not eating inside restaurants right now. But that's another huge thing I'm looking forward to is eating inside restaurants, which hopefully will be at that point before we get to the point about not wearing masks. But they might happen at around the same time. Doesn't matter. I'm just really excited for life to get back to normal, Aaron. What about you? Yeah, same. And as our original listeners know, like the ones who have been listening to us since the beginning, y'all would know that we love going on the Metro and we haven't been able to do the thing that we love most. Almost a year. Months. Almost year, a, a year. year. A year. No, yes, a year. Ten the last months. time we went on the Metro. Okay. Over Yeah, it was months. 10 months. Because it's I, remember, crazy. I think it was um February. Yeah, February. February, mid-February was the day that I think our parents 
said, you know what, it's, it looks like it might come to Houston. And if it does, we don't think you should go anymore um, because we just want to stay safe. Because at that time, nothing was known about the virus. But Aaron, you know, but they, Aaron, why don't you tell our listeners when we're going to go back on the Metro? How about that? How about uh, yeah, that? So hopefully we'll be back on the Metro within the next few weeks. Um, we can't put a certain date on it. But, you know, we're, but, we're really hoping that within the next few weeks, since my dad got the vaccine and we can wear an N95, um, we'll still continue not to eat inside restaurants and all of that. But we're looking forward to the day that we can go back on the bus and the train. We are. We're very, very looking forward to that. And as soon as we do that, we're making a podcast episode for you guys. And we can talk about, like, you know, what the Metro is doing to be safe. That, that could be a good thing. Like, what the Metro is doing, like, during quarantine, during for months, it was free. It was totally free, but now it's actually not. It's back almost normal. But you guys, thank you again. We're sorry we haven't made an episode in a long time. And this was The Travel Bros.